0: Well, it's time for the start of another hockey season and entering his seventh season as the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors is Mark Dennehy. And first of all, Mark, uh, off of last season, 25 wins, uh, are you seeing the, uh, I guess, the fruits of all of that work and the effort and the success that you had last season when you go out on the road recruiting and and talking to other people? I can't believe it's been
1: seven years uh, or that we're starting our seventh year. I can remember sitting in uh, in, uh, former Tully Forum um, now, the Chelmsford Forum, uh, first time we we met officially uh, and doing a little interview there. Um, it seems like only yesterday, although that second year seemed like about seven years total. Um, you know, I think that, um, yeah, I think, I think people are responding. Um, you know, initially, we felt like we had a story to tell, but until some of that comes to fruition, it's just a story. So, uh, you know... We've we've always felt that we'd be able to do a little of what, uh, of what we've done the last couple of years, um, but until you do it, it really doesn't give it much credence. Uh, you can reference past experiences at other schools and some of the things that you were able to do there, um, you know. But but doing it, uh, it you know at Merrimack um, gives it that much more credibility. So, um, yeah, we've gotten a bump on that front for sure. Uh, a lot of the guys that are here this year, we'd already committed uh, prior to our season um... And and trust me, I mean you know when I'm retired, we'll talk a lot about uh, last year. Um, I'm really looking forward to this year. Uh, the guys that, that that came to this school, this senior class, this junior class, you know they came here to change a culture, to leave a legacy, and and uh, if, if they've been reminded once, they've been reminded a hundred times. One year does not a legacy make. So um, you know this year is important. Uh, we're zero, zero, uh, and zero. Uh, really like our team. I've been on the ice with them now for about a week, uh, full time, and uh, and think we can, if we uh, you know continue to work hard and and get close to our potential, can be a pretty good team in this
0: league. When you talk about changing the culture of the program and everything that went with it last season, I mean I, I take a look back and I also look at what's going on at other other schools, other programs, and it, it's hard to find, I guess I guess a similar situation where you have that total uh, administration support from from the president on down i mean how much has that meant and, and and is there any further that you can even go in that regard
1: you know i i was watching something the other night and uh and it it kind of oh, i i know what it was I'm, I'm reading a book now uh called start with why and um it talks about how you need the people that that understand why they do what they do and then you need the people that that uh you know have an understanding of how to get it done and I, I think about Glenn Hoffman and, and Chris Hopi as, as the how, you know, I think of Darren Yopik and Glenn Stewart and, and and now Curtis Carr as the how, the guys that, you know, know how to get it done, how to get good recruits, how to uh create an environment um where the, the student body is excited to come and um and, and really support our team. So, uh this has not been a solo effort by any stretch of the imagination and There have been a lot of people, uh, you can start with Chris Hopi and and Glenn Hoffman that uh, played a huge part in in the the excitement around this program and really the metamorphosis from almost extinction to where we are now, which is, uh, I'm confident to say, uh, pretty solid ground and and, uh, with a good core of players, good people in the program and... and, uh, the first time in a while being a part of the college's mission
0: how do you take last season and uh, of course you have a lot of players returning I mean we can talk about the players who are gone but as you said it's a new season and and a new team in some regards but in some ways also the the same old team you have a lot of of key components of that club returning uh, starting with Joe Canada in goal but uh, um, you know how do you take last season I guess and 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 to carry it over into this season and and to go even further in the things you want to accomplish
1: well you know there are only certain things that are going to carry over wins, goals, you know, power play percentages, all that stuff gets swept back to zero. Um, you know, the, the culture, the, the understanding of what our standards are, and, and um, the willingness to to meet those standards and hold each other accountable are things that we talk about on, our, on a regular basis. And then success breeds success. Um, you know, it, when, when things are going well, you know, you, whether it's basketball, you hear, you know, the, 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 the net looks big. Um, golf you know all you see is fairway when you're up at the tee box there are a lot of analogies in sports when things are going well uh, you know it's a little bit easier to go to the rink it's more fun um, and then a belief system sets in so uh, with every victory we had last year there was just another stitch in our jersey of of believability and um, a winning culture And, you know, we still have a ways to go, but uh, I know our guys believe that that we have the opportunity to be a very good team this year. The way you do that is shift by shift, period by period, game by game. And, uh, again, I think they understand that. Um, I'm here to remind them on a constant basis.
0: You have an interesting mix of players now, I guess. You you know, the older players that you have, the upperclassmen, are, are still those players who know what it took to get here and 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 had to go through all of that, and the younger players out uh, you look at the freshmen and the sophomores they come in here they don't know what it's like to have been in that situation uh uh how do you manage that mix and 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 how does how is have things changed in, in the overall makeup of the team
1: I think uh one of the biggest things and we've talked about this as a staff of late as we start to maybe get the attention of more elite prospects is the way you do that is you bring in good people flat out you bring in good people. Uh, one of the things that's always struck me about the, the people the kids in this program is you know they're always very thankful very grateful for things that you would do for them you know uh, I remember my first year you know I got the guy sweat new sweatsuits or whatever it was and hey thanks coach you know I appreciate it I had a freshman say that to me the other day that's really refreshing when they don't take things for granted and there's not an an, an air of um, you know uh, entitlement. Um, so that's that's first things first. Is you bring in good people, and I think we've got a, a locker room full of them. Um, you know, the, the other part is we've we've started to get closer to a normal development cycle where the upperclassmen are helping us coach the younger guys, and um, there are certain things that I'm not going to have to remind them. I simply remind the, uh, the the older guys that hey, you know, this is you know you got to remind that guy of of where we came from, you know. Uh, it's funny because uh, there are fewer and fewer players now that I can chuckle with about a situation that may not have been the way I wanted it to in our, in our third year or in our second year, um, and so uh, that's good. That's good though too. You know, uh, it's good that we can put some of those years behind us so that we can continue to to grow this thing and, and really um, develop the culture so that winning becomes part of it. But um, I. I again that 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 gratefulness that that respect that the, the the players have for their fellow students for uh you know the fellow fellow adults on campus that's not a sometime thing that's an all the time thing
0: you've talked about how uh, you know in other interviews how you expect this to be the perhaps the deepest team that you've had yet uh we don't have the time here to go through play by player but but it really doesn't make sense in, in the makeup of the overall you know team as a team mentality anyway uh tell us a little about what we can expect from uh... you know what what we'll see from the team on the ice the the uh... mate will the style of play change at all uh... and so on well, i don't know what we're gonna see today you know i mean i
1: i i know I, or i think i know uh, what we're capable of Um and hopefully that expands as the year goes on but we we have really good quickness um, which is something that we've worked hard to recruit um, I, you know and and i said to our guys the other day that my job gets easier because easier and harder all at once. Because you know, I got to keep these guys motivated. I got to keep these guys inspired to a certain extent. And we have so many good players right now. Like we have so many guys that I feel like if we put them in the lineup, they'd be able to contribute. That if someone isn't paying attention to details or someone isn't doing things the way um, to to meet our standard, um, we can very easily bop that person out and bump someone back in. And I don't think we're going to miss a beat. So that is a for a coach a very good tool you know i've got two i've got two tools i've got my uh, i've got uh, communication uh usually you know through audio <laughs> uh some video uh and then i've got the bench um I read a quote the other day from john wooden that the, the bench is your best friend <laughs> as a coach cuz it, it can really send your message um so that that's i think you're going to see really good team speed i think I feel like, uh, you know, we'll be able to roll four lines out that could potentially score goals, um, you know, which which ones differentiate themselves, you know, do, will we have a top line, will we have a second line, third line, uh, that's yet to be seen. Um, I, I think our defensemen are a little more mobile than they were last year. Um, we're going to really miss uh, Rosie's work ethic and Rosie's ability to block shots and get to people with his reach and, and Fraser just his, his hockey intellect. I mean, he was just a hockey player. Um... But we're, we're going to hopefully make up for that with some quickness. Um, and then I think we're going to be good in the net, you know. Um, anybody that was there at the Blue-Gold game last week, you know, Joe is Joe. And, and um, you know, we've got goals for him. And, uh, and and uh, you know, all he's done is come in and win hockey games. Um, but Sam Morata played great last week. And Sam Morata's working his tail off. And, and. Uh, so you know he's knocking on the door there as well. So I think depth in in all of our positions is good. You still want to stay healthy. You, you need if you're going to have a good year, your seniors are going to lead the way. So you need Ryan Flanagan and Carter Mads and Elliot Sheen and and Stalls and and Joe. You need those guys down the line to have good years.
0: You know, you mentioned the uh, three of the guys I did want to touch on was uh, that that line was so key, especially down the stretch last year the Flanagan, Madsen, and Sheen. Uh, uh, they will start the season uh, together this year. Uh, do, do you expect that that will continue that way?
1: Um, I don't expect anything. You know, I I, I don't. Um, we'll see. You know, um, I think the the important part for them is two things. Number one, you got to dance with the date you brought. So they've got to understand why they were successful. You know. Yeah. They can't all of a sudden start thinking of the 1980 Russian team or the KLM line and start, you know, drop passes. And they got to keep it simple. When they get the puck below the hash marks, they can really cycle the puck. Uh, they're 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 pains in the butts to play against. They're just tenacious, um, you know. And then throw as many pucks on the net as you can. I think that's how that's why they were had a, a good finish to the year last year and why they were so good. Um, you know, the other part is you got to really avoid uh, the word expectations. And, and, you know, you can't dictate how your season's going to go. And, and a lot of times young players and even coaches to a certain extent, hockey people look at point totals and all this. Um, they can play well. That's the type of line that can play well and not score. So, um, you know, as they vie for more ice time, whether it's power play or four-on-four four or whatever, don't tie everything into uh, your play into into points uh... And, and do we need guys to be productive absolutely um, but play well first and the goals will come
0: one of the characteristics of last year's team was that it uh, it seemed to believe it was going to win every game going into every game And there there were games in which you would find yourself behind in the third period and and it just seemed as though uh... they were going to find a way to pull it out um, I guess, first of all, what what is it that what goes into that and, and building it to get to that point? And, and is that something that with those players coming back who, who who have lived that? Who is that something that you think that, that now that they've learned that, they can continue to do it? Um, yeah, uh,
1: that's really what you work towards. You've probably heard me say this before. People ask me all the time, you know, how are you going to do today? How are you going to do this week? How are you going to do tonight? And my answer to them is always the same. I'll let you know after the second period. You know, the best teams I've ever been a part of, um, have that believability going into the third. that They don't have a weak link. Everybody in that locker room believes no matter what the situation is or the score is that they're going to win. And it's cliched and everything else, but it comes with hard work. It comes with uh, determination. It comes with perseverance. It comes with putting yourself in those positions enough times that you, you know what the result's going to be. Um, I've also been part of teams that, you know, had good years and, you know, they waited for the third period to have that feeling and it's not something you just flip a switch on Um, you know it starts in the first period shift by shift outworking them now uh, this game is is one of, of uh... it'll come back to bite in the rear if you don't put in the work early Um, so i've also been a part of teams that thought hey you know yeah we're behind we'll just turn it on that's not how it works it's you play you play hard all game you play uh... well you might not get rewarded early in the game but you just you know you're gonna get it done so um, that's one thing you need to guard against is a little bit of oh yeah we've been here we've done that, um, and and you still have to play with a sense of urgency.
0: I suppose it's true. Also, the same thing applies to the season as a whole. I mean, another, another thing again that I thought last year's team did well was right from the get-go they were ready to go and they understood that every game was big. And you don't play that many games in this level you at this level you don't play 34 in the regular season. And a lot of times if you don't win the games at the beginning then you're not going to be there at the end.
1: Yeah, I mean we got off we we scored first a lot you know, and it's something that we prided ourselves on and just being ready for the game, you know. Um, y- you never know when that game-winning goal is going to be scored for or against, um, you know, it could be the first goal. So you, you really got to come out ready to play. Uh, so as, as, you know, as, as, whatever my opinion is of playing a league game first weekend, uh, if we had to play one, I think this is a great place to play it because, you know, you've got to be ready to play. And that puck drops, you know, the Black Bears are going to be ready. You know, uh, everybody in Maine knows this is the opening of the season, um, and and uh, so you're not going to have to bring your own energy to this. It's going to be here now. You know, are you going to allow it to be negative energy? You're going to be able to create some positive energy out of that. So, um, without a doubt, getting off to a good start is something we've prided ourselves on, and and if we're going to, you know, continue to take those steps, I think it's probably the best way to start
0: non-league schedule this year seven games again you get to uh return to it an in-season tournament uh, around the, around Christmas time you'll play in the tournament up in Dartmouth also some games against uh you know Army will come up next weekend and then also UConn. and uh, you've got Colgate and Union on schedule as well and uh, uh Alabama Huntsville will come in
1: yeah you know I, I it's not my strength uh you know uh Glenn's been very patient um, and it's something I'm always trying to improve on is just scheduling and, and making sure more so that our fans starts with our players. We want to be prepared for league play. We want to give ourselves a chance to make the tournament. Um, but also for our fans to bring in some different teams, to bring in some teams that, uh, you know, our household names and some different teams, mix it up. Uh, with that said, you know, I, I, I like to play teams whose coaches I respect, <laughs> you know. Um, and I wish that was... Everybody, but <laughs> uh, so to play West Point and to have the opportunity to go there uh, every other year or every third year, and and then to to coach against a Brian Riley or Bruce Marshall or you know Rick Bennett, I mean those are uh, those are incredible opportunities, and I mean that's what I, I, I think of when I put this together is to try and uh, you know I want to I want to give the fans somebody to see, but I also um, you know, I want to play teams whose coaches I respect because it trickles down from the top, and that means we're going to play a team that, that's going to be tough to play. We're going to play a team that's going to challenge us. We're going to play a team that, that's going to play the right way.
0: Well, finally, I guess one you know, one or two keys to this this season and the success that your team will have. Oh goodness, to the season.
1: <laughs> well, health always good health right. is always something I, you think of. Um, uh, you know, I, I think scoring goals is is a big part of you know teams that can score goals. It's a commodity, the way the game's played now. Um, you know, so we're gonna have to work at special teams uh, to, to keep them out. But if you looked at our differential last year, it was pretty good, and I think that that's a key. Um, but starts with starts with good health, and then uh, I think the the ability to score goals. Uh, you know, that's something you can teach defense goal scorings. It, it's a little bit more hard hard to manufacture, so uh, I think that's an area that we'll continue to work on. Uh, we're going to be a defense first team that's you know, un, un, until I uh, retire or whatever, I mean that, that's in this in this scenario, that's what we're going to be if we're going to have success against some of the more established teams in, in hockey East and in, in nationally. I think it gives, gives us the best chance to compete for championships is to be defensively sound um, but then you've got to score some goals and I think scoring 143 last year you know, all of a sudden you have a 6-4 game or you've got a 5-3 game. It's, it's, when you're out front, uh, you can draft a little bit, and it makes it a little bit easier uh, over the long stretch.
0: And, yeah, of course, uh, I said the last question, but uh, you have to feel pretty good the guy coming back in goal between the pipes. He played every game last year, and uh, looks like he's ready to do it again if necessary.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, we've talked a little bit about managing his minutes. Maybe a little bit better this year, Um, you know. But at the end of the day, I've said this already this year. I think he's the most underrated goaltender in the country. All he's done is come in and win games. And uh, you know, he finished his first two seasons. um, You know, Andrew was hurt one year and and came back. um, He wasn't 100 percent, but he played the bulk of the games down the stretch last year. He played them all. That was the first year he'd done that. So every year he's doing something a little bit more. But uh, I mean, I think he's already the winningest goaltender at the Division one level, at the hockey east level for for Merrimack. Um, not that he's interested in individual awards, but it says a lot about him. and uh, I know when we first got him committed, we knew that that was really the beginning of the changing of our of our culture. You get a goaltender like that, and it's it really uh, leads to bigger and better things. so um, much like that that uh, uh, Madson Flanagan Sheen line. You know, Joe just has to do his job and, and not get caught up in statistics and everything else, and uh, the rest will take care of itself.
0: All right. Thanks, Mark, for your time as always, and best of luck this season.
1: Thanks, Mike.